We are in a series called Monsters Within, and it's really all about my life, because I got issues, and I need to talk to a couple hundred people about it. So, last week we talked about anger, and uh, it, was, it was awesome what God did last week, and tonight we're, you need to chill. Thank you. And tonight we're going to talk about lust. And the word lust means this, a strong desire for something. When I say that, though, some people would say, well, it means a strong desire for something sexual, which is very true. And tonight, that's what I want to focus on. I want to focus on the natural desire that everybody has for sex. And I want to talk about it in a way that we can make sure we keep that under control. And there's some people that say, well, first of all, someone's here like, you brought me tonight. So I apologize. Your friend is rude, okay? I just want to tell you right now, I apologize for your friend. Don't judge me. Be mad at them. Come back next week. We'll talk about something a little different. But tonight, I do want to talk about it because I believe the church should be talking about it more than anybody else. I believe that you can go all over the place online. You can watch TV shows. You can go to the movies, and you can learn it from other people. But I want to talk about tonight how we can get Lust under control, which is something that is normal to have a desire for sex. That is normal. You all need to understand that right now, no matter how old you are, that is normal. But we have to keep it under control. And tonight I want to talk about that monster that lives within all of us. And, and, and <laughs> so my, my daughter Copeland, uh, she turns two tomorrow. Which is, which is awesome. Um, don't clap because that's weird. But, okay, thank you. Uh, and you all missed my birthday on Monday, but that's okay. So did my family because of my daughter being born on Thursday. Like, we're sharing a birthday party tomorrow. And that's, I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. But okay, it's, I should have planned that a little better. Filtering. All right. Um, so, uh, anyways, my daughter, she turns two. Uh, tomorrow, and, and, and she's awesome, but she has issues just like the rest of the head children. That's my last name, and that's their poor things. Anyways, uh, but what she does is, is she's, she's a picker, okay? Not just a nose picker, but like a, like a, like a picker of, of sores, okay? Like nasty. And some of you are like, oh, that's so gross. The truth is you do it too, okay? You're gross too. Like, like so much so where she will, she will pick at that what like a mosquito bite okay and she'll pick at it and pick at it and keep picking at it and it bleeds one time it bled so much it, or it, it got picked at so much that it got infected okay which is disgusting like she we had to put band-aids on it and wrap it around put a cast on it and put people with guns and make sure she doesn't touch it it was a whole deal it was a whole thing because the more she picked at that wound or mosquito bite wound sounds horrible like she had a wound no, it was a mosquito bite Okay, or whatever else. Like, like one time she, she uh, cut her knee or whatever, she fell, and she kept picking at it, and now it's scarred for the rest of her life. This is also the th- same child that swallowed a washer, if y'all remember that. 
the same child. She swallowed a washer, and the doctor's like, ah, she'll poop it out. Nope, not yet. Still there. I mean, we don't know. We can't, like, see it, but we're guessing. We haven't seen it come out unless it happened when we weren't around. But the goal, (laughs) the doctor's like, look, you need to protect this. You, You need to make sure that she doesn't pick at this anymore or it's going to get really infected. She's going to get really sick. And the same thing is true with so many of us in this room is that we have been wounded. And I don't know what that looks like for you. Maybe for some of you, you were wounded by somebody else in a way that you should not have been. Maybe for you, you were wounded because you saw something that you didn't need to see or mean to see. Maybe you were looking around on your phone and you pushed in a few characters on your phone and something came up that you shouldn't have seen and now you can't get those images out of your mind. Maybe for some of us we've justified it so much of doing whatever that is seeing things online looking at things wherever, doing things with people that we shouldn't be doing so much that now we have justified it and we make it okay. Let me just tell you this before I keep going. If you have fallen victim to any of these things I just talked about, maybe, maybe you've fallen victim to somebody else doing something to you that was not your choice. Maybe you've fallen victim to seeing something that you shouldn't have seen because whatever situation you were in. And maybe you sit here tonight and you feel very guilty for those things. Well, let me just tell you, if you have asked Jesus in your heart and you have a relationship with him, you are forgiven and you don't need to live in that guilt anymore. And tonight's goal is not that you sit here and feel like a loser anymore. Tonight's goal is that you feel free. Tonight's goal is that you don't fall into a trap anymore. Because here's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to continue to open up that wound. He wants to continue to show you those images because he doesn't want you to keep going. He wants you to keep pursuing other things to destroy your life. When the truth is, God is into healing. God is into protecting. And that's what we need to do. We need to start protecting ourselves from what the enemy wants to put in front of us. We can protect ourselves from seeing things and looking at things that we shouldn't be looking at as as far as in a sexual nature. I hope you understand what I'm saying tonight. Because the enemy wants to destroy you. And some of you sit here and you, you are in this cycle of, man, well, I, I'm done tonight, or, or I'm done right now. This is the last time I'm going to look at this. The last time you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend are going to do this. This is the last time. We're done. It's over. And then you fall into it again and again and again and again and again. And then you're like, well, it's just, it's just who I am. And it's not who you are. It's not who you are. You need to allow God to heal the wound. So we're gonna learn to protect the wound tonight so that God can heal it. And maybe for some of you, you're like, man, none of that's ever happened to me before. I haven't seen, and that's awesome. Well, tonight, you're gonna learn to play some defense. You're gonna learn to guard yourself. That's the goal of tonight. So here's how we can do it. Psalm 119.9 says this. 
Psalm 119.9, and I would encourage you to write this down somewhere. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? That's a great question. Maybe you've asked that. I mean, I don't know how to overcome this stuff. I don't know what to do. Well, by living according to your word. It's pretty basic. It's right there, written out in the Bible. God's word. He gives you the answer. Any question you ever have in the entire world is in the Bible. The answer is there. Everything. Well, what about this? It's there. It's there. You want to learn to overcome things, overcome lust, overcome anger, overcome greed? It's in the Word. And so Paul, who we've talked about before, Paul talks about overcoming sin. So sin is doing something opposite of what God would tell us to do. And here's how Paul would say to fight the good fight against sin, like just fight hard. Resist it. Build up a resistance. Like, like, like the reason you lift weights, if you lift weights, is because you want to get stronger. So you get stronger. The way you do that is you, is you do resistance training. Like when I'm doing a push-up, my arms are like resisting this body getting off the ground. They're like, ah, and they start to shake a lot. But somehow I get stronger to do two the next day. And you build up this resistance. Paul says to overcome sin is to fight against it and build up resistance, to get strong against it. And the more you build up resistance, when that sin comes, you can overcome it. Here's what Paul says about sexual immorality. Here's what Paul says about anything having to do with lust. He says to flee from sexual immorality. That's what he says. He doesn't say build up resistance. The Bible doesn't say that. It says to get the heck away from it. Anytime you're around it, you feel it, you see it, run. And the best example I could come up with was something that happened right here on the stage a few weeks ago. This is a great example of fleeing from a clown and or sexual immorality. Look at the example Kale gives us right here. Kale's on our staff. On and put it on Marco Polo and he's like, I'm coming. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. So, <laughs> so a lot has come from this clip, okay? A lot. Uh, I, <laughs> a few things have come from this. Kale had no idea this was happening. Okay, he knew a little bit, whatever. But I knew about it. He doesn't like clowns. We let him know. All of a sudden, y'all start screaming. It scared me to death. Like, I'm like, ah, I forgot. I forgot what was going on. And Kale scratches me. Watch this in slow motion, how he's so happy. And then he scratches my side. Watch this. Attack. Now we're gonna watch the clip again. Because all of you thought, ha ha, Kale running from clown, funny. But now, I want you to, you'll never forget this the rest of your life. You'll be like, my age, 22, and you'll be like, man, 
My youth pastor showed a clown and a black man running from it. <laughs> Flee from sexual immorality. So, so anytime that you are tempted, dudes, when you're, when you're like with this girl and you're alone, do this. Put a clown suit on and put it on Marco Polo and you're he's alone. like, I'm coming. <laughs> hey, hey, run! All right, stop, stop. Girls, when you get picked up and you go on a date and you're, you, you go eat at Willy Burger and it's awesome and then the boy has opened your door for you, put you in the car, you took a drink to go, Coca-Cola Classic drink, you're sitting down in the car, he goes around, he sits down, you're there and he leans over, do this. Run. Just take off. <laughs> you know where Kale went? He ran into the lobby and was hiding hot behind the brown desk. Shaking. <laughs> Brett, come on up. Let's worship. No, I was kidding. <laughs> that's it. That's it with that clip. But here's the deal. The word flee from sexual immorality means that right there. Run. Like you are being attacked by whatever you're scared of. If you're scared of clowns, if you're scared of kale, just run. That's what it is. All right? Run for your life. And here's a way that I flee, that I protect myself, that I defend against sexual immorality. I've told you this before. I'm going to keep telling you this. I never get a, I'm never alone in an elevator with a female, ever. And that's weird at times. I've told you that. My wife makes fun of me. She always will. You know, go over to the second floor and a female walks in. I'm like, oh, funny, this is my floor. And it's not at all, okay? Because then I see her on the third floor. It's like, I thought, I'm, I'm silly. So I, I, I don't do that. Uh, pretty much my entire staff, pretty much, if you know me, you know the passwords to all my devices. I have no secrets in that. If somebody wants to get onto any of my phone, it's, uh, I'll just tell the world, 7777, and uh, it's, whoa, because <laughs> that's a holy number, all right? Um, anybody can look at any of my stuff. You can view my history. You, you, you can do anything you want. Um, the, the church also, I have them checking into my stuff every few months where they can get on my computer. They can look at things. I, I have protected myself against this stuff. Why? Not, not because... I'm anything different than any of you. I am tempted. We all are tempted. And I want to do things to make sure that I don't fall into that temptation. I don't follow the entire world on social media. I actually unfollow a lot of people every single week. A lot. If a teenage girl posts something that's inappropriate, you're gone. You're gone. Teenage boy posing something inappropriate, you're gone. A friend says something that isn't good or is going to make me angry, <laughs> they're gone. I don't follow very many brands unless it's ESPN and Nike. I don't follow the world on social media. If you're following more people on social media that are following you, you have a problem. And yes, I've judged you. Shouldn't judge. Too late. 
Why are you following all of these things? Because here's the truth. The enemy wants to destroy you through that. So you can just mindlessly scroll until you stop. You look at this, it takes you somewhere else. Then it takes you somewhere else. Then it takes you somewhere else. And then you go somewhere else. And then you feel guilty for the rest of the day. And you think that's okay at times because you've justified it. Let me tell you something. God wants you to break the cycle right now. Some of us should delete your social media because it is not just killing you spiritually. It is, it is, it is slowing down your life. What else do I do? So everybody's got my, <laughs> they can log into all my stuff. If you, if you try, I know who you are because I have, uh, <laughs> don't log into my bank, okay, because there's no money in there, but you'll be really bored. Um, but don't do that, please. I never get in a car alone with a female unless her last name is the same as mine. Ever. Ever. And people's like, man, you're just weak. You're weak. No, I'm just smarter than you. Because I don't want to be the next pastor that everybody's talking about and writing about. I want to do everything I can to protect myself. Am I perfect? No, not at all. Not at all. But I try my hardest to protect myself against those things. And I would encourage you to do that as well. Adults, I hope you're listening. And again, I don't know what it looks like for you. And maybe you're sitting here like, man, I'm just struggling. It's hard for me. I really struggle with it. And I want to tell you, good. That means that you're fighting the fight. That means that you're giving it everything you can. If you're not struggling with it, that means you might have given in. This isn't the funny part, students. I need you to listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying this in love. The struggle is real for some people. And I want you to keep working it. Don't give up. Keep going. Do everything you can. You're somebody who's been injured, who is working hard to protect the wound. Because the enemy just wants to open it up. And he wants you to feel all this stuff. And he wants to destroy you. And he will do it if you're not careful, especially in the area of giving in to lust. So I need everybody to close your eyes, please. Right now in this room, I want you to be so real. I want you to really be honest. And if this is your first time here, I mean, this may be brand new to you, and, and obviously because it's your first time here, but I, I, I just want you to be honest. And everybody put your hands just in your lap for a second. Because this could save your life. If you struggle, and lust is something that is eating you alive, just, just slightly put your hand up and down. I'm not going to judge you. I'm, I'm just boom, 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 all over the room, all over the room, being real. Adults being real. Everybody's being real. Put it down. Father, those that, Father, you know, you know. You know their hearts. Father, I pray that you just continue to help them to overcome. And now as you're not looking around, I want you to do something. And 
For some of you, this is going to be really weird. I want you to not think of a purple cow. Don't think of it. Like, what? Don't think of a purple cow at all. Do not think of a purple cow. Whatever you do, don't think of it. Don't. Stop. Stop thinking of the purple cow. Don't. Don't do it. Okay, open your eyes. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be cool if I had a purple cow out here, but I don't. (laughs) Purple cow, me. (laughs) Here's the deal. You all thought of a purple cow. Why? Why? Because that's all you could think about. Winners in the back didn't think of it. You're lying, okay? (laughs) How do you know? Because I know all. Here's the thing. Listen to what I'm saying. If you constantly say in your mind, don't think about it, 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 guess what? You're going to think about it. Defense is good. Defense is awesome. You need to play defense. This is when you start hitting the pad, baby. Here we go. Defense is good. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. This is the good part. This is when it gets going right here. Colburn, this is what you came for right here, baby. All right. See, that just makes it good right there, man. I just I like it. Golly, Ryan. Whew. Defense is awesome. Defense wins championships. I got a few examples where it didn't. Defense is really, really good. But if you're not playing offense and you're not pursuing God, then the defense is never gonna win. So you can work your hardest to flee, you can run as far as you can behind the brown table and away from that girl and away from that dude and not go in the elevator and not sit with people and just walk around like this and close your eyes and straight and never ever have a phone and you just have bubble wrap all around you and you don't look at people and you're just in school and parents and brush your teeth. You can do that. You can do that. And I have a name for you, but I can't say it here. You can do that, but the truth is you have to pursue God with everything you have. Because what happens when we don't pursue God, we get lazy, we get tired, and the enemy comes after us. So we can play defense, we can flee, we can run, we can knock, we can do these things, we can do, I'm never gonna do this, I'm not gonna do this, but the truth is if you're not playing offense, you will never win, you don't have a chance. Pursue him. When you pursue him, I'm telling you, I know it. I can tell when I haven't spent time with the Lord. I can tell. I don't have time to think about other things when I'm pursuing him with everything I have. What does it look like to pursue God? Here's, here it is, simple. It's simple to me, maybe not to you. But I would love for it to be simple. Pursue God means this, just start praying a little bit more today. You don't have to talk to him in crazy big spiritual words. Just, Father, be with me today. I don't want to lust and get that girl out of here. Amen. And then when the girl walks by, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I bind her from my thoughts. Now in the name of Jesus. And you just keep praying that name. You just keep praying. You keep praying. How else do you do it? Not just through prayer. You get in the word. You read the Bible. You open it up. You look at it on your phone. This isn't the time to talk. Students, you can pray, you get in the word. For me, I do a daily devotional. Do a devotional. What is a devotional? A devotional is a way that helps bring the Bible to life a little bit. It's a way that, that, that you can open up. You can do it every single day, you can, however you wanna do it. 
Our bookstore has tons of them. Stop going in there getting Twinkies and cupcakes. Go in there and buy a devotional. Go, go in there and buy something that's going to help you grow in your walk and then buy a cinnamon roll. Students, don't miss it tonight. Don't miss it tonight. We're talking about the wounds that some of you have and they're wide open and there is a huge room. This is a room full of teenagers and adults that are struggling. So let's pursue him. Another way, another way to play offense is to sing. I know that's really weird to some of you. Like, what? Yeah, sing. I know you're like, what? Okay, maybe just listen to worship music versus the other stuff that you're putting into your ears and is going into your heart and is coming out. You're having a bad day? Man, put on, put on. If you need ideas of worship music, my whole team can tell you. Brett can tell you. We know some music and some stuff you can listen to. Ryan Herzog said one day, he, he said, man, worship is a weapon. And I love that. And he lives that. When he's having a hard time, man, he's worshiping. And he can't sing worth a lick. But the dude is worshiping. He has music on in his car. It annoys me. And he's worshiping. I'm, I'm telling y'all, when the enemy is going to come after you, you need to start pursuing him. Maybe, maybe for you, that's just, that's just getting on your knees. Maybe for you, that changes your whole posture of what you're about. If you've never prayed on your knees, you need to do it tonight. Not right now, because I'm talking. Unless you need to. That's cool. But maybe for you, you just need to spend some time. Lord, help me. Be with me. Whatever that takes. Pray. Get in the Word. Surround yourself with people that love you and love the Lord. Lust can destroy you when you give into it. Students, and if you have, and if you're in this room right now and you feel like, man, I have gone so far, I've done too many things, I've seen so much, and I just feel like I walk in here and God's not even listening to me, I'm just going through the motions, this is all a big joke, I'm just a fake, let me tell you something. He's looking at you right now saying, hey, no, 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 no. I died on the cross for you and I rose again so you can be alive, let's move on. Let's move on. Tonight, when you walk out of here, you walk out of here in freedom. You don't walk out of here and feeling guilty. If you have a relationship and some things have been happening in that relationship that aren't good and aren't that, that you know you shouldn't be doing, have a conversation and stop. If you can't stop, break up because somebody, God has somebody way better for you. Don't let the enemy make you feel like junk because you've given in. Now it's time to have the wound be healed.